afternoon or good evening. Here we are with another episode of Everybody Loves Bliss. How's everyone doing? I hope everyone's wonderful. This is actually uh, November 25th that we are recording and it's Black Friday. Hopefully all of you had a, um, if you celebrate, you had a uh, wonderful holiday yesterday with Thanksgiving, if that's your thing. Um, let me start out with the wine. Hello, guest, by the way. Hello. I have a true Asiatic. Did I, did I introduce you as true Asiatic or Asiatic Allah the last time you were here? Uh, I think it was true Asiatic Allah, but true Asiatic is fine. Okay. And you are the founder and uh, the uh, curator, curator <laughs> of uh, Counter Intelligent, which is a small closed group. Well, not so small, cl- uh, closed group, uh, an informational group. For uh, would you would you categorize well, your your group as pan Africanist in it's, ideology it's, or it's informational it's a, it's for thinkers it's and for thinkers. for thinkers to transition to doers um, and okay. it's, so it's generally um, I do let people in that are doers. How do you know? So. How do you how do you know? I'm, I'm you know what? Let, let, well, let me let me back up before you get too excited. Let me let me thank you first because I got all excited. I'm sweating already. Um, you brought the wine. You you were guests that brought the wine. Not many guests bring wine, and you brought the wine. I appreciate it. I've had a few guests do that. Not many. So thank you yeah, for I've bringing had a, a background in wine growing up in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> but this is really it's delicious. It's it's you know what it is. It's one of those sneak up on you um, wines because you know it tastes so much. It's called tea vine. It's actually something, um, is, is this made in Baltimore? Is this made in Maryland, do you know? I do not know. You do not know. I yeah. don't have time to read the bottle. But it's an organic product. Um, okay, I can see a little bit. It's actually made in Virginia. So close enough, it's the MBA. Um, M, M, what is it? DM, oh, sh- DMV. DMV. You know, it's, wow. that's, a, that's a shame. <laughs> that means the wine is kicked in. But it's called Tea Vine, and it's green tea, white wine, and honey. Um, it's an infusion, and it's really it's really mild. But um, it's kicking in already. And sparkly. I might get a few bottles of those for, for New Year's Eve. So thank you for bringing the wine. And um, so I'm sorry, I interrupted you um, talking about your group. You're just you, gonna... you asked a question. You said, how do I know? How do you know? Doers? The well, doers, and they're not like, um, you know, like trolls and infiltrators and all that. And well, group. I mean, body of work, conversations, things like that. I mean, we're usually Facebook friends, either on or so you let new people line. in. Because I've I've been saying you don't just let new people in. Not do, but usually we have some sort of interaction first. Okay, you're checking so them out first. Absolutely, you got to vet. You got to be vetted. Okay. I just want you, so I want folks to know, you know, this is serious. I do not want the sunglasses from, you know, Thailand ads and all these postings. Oh, so that's what you're worried about. Well. I I thought you'd be worried about folks trying to figure out what you're doing. No. You already have an FBI file, so you already know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about that. So you don't have to worry about that. But, okay, so you you don't let any bullshitters. Nobody's going to post some ass on your and just right, just nah. disrupt the conversation nah. and try to okay so okay nah. so um okay so thank you for coming back you were here for the um pre-show with al al couldn't make it today unfortunately Pre, uh, the pre-election, pre-election exactly. the pre-election uh show and um unfortunately al couldn't be with us today so here we are 
the day after. So we've had a couple of weeks of our new president, uh, Donald Trump, president-elect, uh, a few weeks of that happening. And what's interesting are the reactions. And we're going to talk about that. But let me do really quickly. Neither one of us voted for. Mind no. You. Well, you didn't vote. I didn't vote at all. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, but no, I did not vote for uh, Trump or Hillary. So whatever. Um, let me do this really quick. Um, in the past couple of weeks, we've lost some really important people, creative, artistic folks. And I just want to, um, I've, I've done this before. I wanted to just do a little in memoriam. Um, in the last four weeks, we've lost some, some folks that were important to the creative and artistic history um, of, of this, well, all over, because uh, one of the, the folks we lost was Leonard Cohen, who was actually from Canada. Uh, Leonard Cohen was a poet. And are you familiar with Leonard Cohen and his work? No. No. Okay. Well, probably most known for the beautiful uh, lyrical song Hallelujah, but he was a novelist and a singer-songwriter and a poet. We also lost Sharon Jones from Dap Kings. Mm -hmm. Were you that, familiar with no, I'm familiar with you her. You are familiar. Yes. Who, was, who was quite phenomenal in her own right. Just a fantastic singer who actually started her career at 40 um, against all odds of being told she was too fat, too black, uh, not sexy enough, just everything, not enough. Sir, are you there? Okay. It looks like I lost you for a minute. You all are in the studio, so I'm, I always uh, watch my guest interaction. This one is on the phone, but okay. Um, and we also lost Leon Russell. Um, a lot of folks, um, if you liked folk and um, um, kind of Southern rock, you would be familiar with Leon Russell. But most African-American folks knew Leon Russell by a very famous song um, that Donny Hathaway wrote, and it was the song for you. Um yeah. Uh, to me, and I've said this many times, even before his passing, it is one of the most beautiful uh, love songs ever written. I think probably my top five, or maybe it's been number one before. Um, mm -hmm. He wrote the song. What's interesting, if you looked at Leon Russell, visually you think, okay, here's a Southern rocker in the line of like a, a Leonard Skinner or, or, or uh, an Alabama or one of those... Uh, those uh, southern rock or southern country artists and long hair, kind of redneck looking white man. But right, right, the song right. that he wrote was actually written for his wife, who was Mary Russell at the time, who was a black woman. And a lot of the love songs and the songs that he wrote were actually for her, which a lot of people weren't aware of if you weren't aware of his history. So there's kind of like a, an irony to that in the middle of what's going on in this country and race relations and, okay. and what we perceive of as who the end, well, I, I was going to say the enemy is, but who your, who's your ally and who's not? How about that? Um, and we also lost someone today, uh, yesterday on Thanksgiving, um, and it was Florence Henderson, who was the mom. Everybody's familiar with Florence Henderson. Um, if Everyone's familiar with the Brady Bunch. Of a certain, age. Yeah. Of a certain everyone, age. No, I think, well, the Brady Bunch has run forever. Yeah, but everybody didn't look at. Uh, well, you know. everybody's seen them. But anyway, she, she passed yesterday, and I, and I know folks will probably say, well, you're recognizing Florence Henderson, but you know, f part of the fabric of what was presented to you if you grew up in the 70s was the Brady Bunch, was the Pretty family, much. was the, you know, as one of the um, idyllic um, family, um, uh, 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 iconic families of the 70s that was presented to us and, you know, two, two, yeah. 
to well i mean you know whether you believe it or not i mean before we had our own families like cosby and and you know this is what um, black families and before good times um there there was that family and um you know of course that of course it's very make america great again well yeah but but you know great america right that's she was part of that and 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 good or bad it was what it was it was and for kids and um black kids growing up in the 70s absolutely you had the brady bunch and florence henderson was the mom i think and uh i i will have to say muhammad ali was the most impactful between him and Prince but he wasn't on. Okay, I'm just but saying, we're, we're not talking about because I've, I've, I'm you just know, saying famous people. Fam- that, yeah, that. but this is in the last couple of weeks since. The, gotcha. Thank you very much. Exactly. Uh, but you did say this year. We've this lost and a I lot said of, in the yeah we've lost a lot of. Exactly. Impact, well, and the year's not over. No, it's not. So really, I don't want to call in uh, any more ancestors Absolutely. into the. I mean, you know. Not at all. Anyway, Bill so Nunn. so did you did you Bill s- Nunn? Bill Nunn. Yeah. Well, Bill, Nunn, you know what, what? What happened is that um, we've been away for a while, so oh, a lot right. of the people we did not. Uh, right, but Bill covered. Nunn was, he you was know, one. for exactly. he he was. Uh, there was a lot of love for Bill Nunn. Yeah. Um, just from his one radio, he didn't have to do anything else but radio or him. But I, I don't want to. We we we. we <laughs> <laughs> thank you for taking me <laughs> further okay, into in memoriam that I had planned on. But um, did you celebrate Thanksgiving yesterday? Uh, I would not say. Celebrate, but yeah, got together with family and friends, and yeah, okay, uh, and had okay, some, and and one of the that's a good food, okay, right and the, and the one one of the reasons why is is that we we I think folks think that when you are representing pro black and consciousness that you stay away from those those holidays and you you, you for 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 I think that. Um, there's this thought, well, you, you know, you're participating in that, so how conscious can you be? But, I, you know, for me, there, there was, because I, I really felt like I should have been doing something or in a prayer circle of folks praying and sending energy out to Standing Rock to the folks out there holding it down, trying to prevent the pipeline. And I was really torn, but, but for a lot of us, a lot of us are participate in these traditions and still in these specifically Thanksgiving really because we have elders who would not understand mm-hmm. us not well, uh, taking having dinner and having the same kind of traditional setup that we've had and to and and, and we don't want to miss that opportunity I have old folks in my family like old old folks, like right. 90s right. you know knocking the hell out of a hundred and um, you know, we there were some of us younger folks who had asked, who had had conversation, and you know, what are we going to do? Or we, you know, we could do a spiritual kind of, but we 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 could not not have the traditional dinner and set up because our elders need that, and it's a way of co- bringing them together because we don't know when we're going to have that time again with them. When you when you have people who are that age. Uh, you, you, there's a necessity or a feeling of a necessity you, you, that that any opportunity to bring them together in a space and to have family fellowship and and uh, all the generations come together, folks. You you take advantage of that opportunity. Everybody's got the day off. Everybody's planning for it. Everybody's ready for it. it, it just that kind of thing. Um, and uh, so so that's what it was. And well, I well, part of it. I mean, it's a it's when you're looking at what is considered black culture here in America um, 
you know, and what it is to be pro-black generally, regardless to what your affiliation may be or your thoughts or what level of consciousness in your blackness, generally to be pro-black is to be pro-family. Right, exactly. So if you have a understanding and there is mutual respect um, even for your um, differences, then you know I don't see a problem in, in uh, attending family functions. Um, generally, even growing up in my less than conscious state, I mean, we never mentioned the pilgrims. You know what I mean? Right, we did exactly. not mention the early settlers and what they sacrificed not. and blah, blah, blah. And so, I mean, that wasn't... Uh, um, wasn't the focus. Right. And it wasn't... Now, the thing is, though, um, you know, in being um, pro-black, I mean, generally, if... Using the, even using the term conscious, okay? When you're around family and friends who are not conscious, in, at least conscious to that level, you know, you, you know, you come respectfully in a sense, as mm -hmm. long as they're not disrespecting your belief, beliefs, dietary laws, and certain things like that, as well as, um, you know, it's generally, you know, usually when asked, I mean, it can be a time of education because someone will ask you, well, why aren't you praying? Why aren't you eating this? You know, uncle so-and-so, why aren't you eating uh, ham over there? Or, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. and, I, and I'm just saying, I'm putting this out there as far as opportunities. And then, you know, now, you know, it, it can also go the other way. But what I'm saying is generally, I mean, if you're mature in your consciousness, you know who you can and cannot be around, number one. What, what uh, things you can and cannot be around. Unfortunately, we don't have, um, even among the conscious, I mean, it's not like we pull out, just like you said, you're very conscious of what's going on uh, um, as far as Standing Rock, okay? Now, and that is something that everybody should be interested in, but at the same time, I mean, where, where on your news feed or your friends that were in this area, where were they getting together to do that? Where were they getting together to support that? Um, where are they getting together on these holidays or these anniversaries of, you know, of, uh, of, of um, you know, these African nations getting their independence or whatever it is? You know what I mean? Well, How well, far? Yeah, and a lot of us are, are just coming into right, those things. Right, right. right. And, well, a lot, so us now, is, a lot of us are there, too. A lot of a us lot, are, right. are aware of that aware and right. figuring out a way so you're you're right exactly. it was yesterday was a, a really grand opportunity for uh for for us to have conversation i say us and i i mean um myself and some of um the other family members who who have been political who are more politically socially astute to have conversation with our our younger generation about what's going on and giving them an explanation of our views and what what we're seeing that they might be missing, kind of adding to their education and opening them up. We had some great conversations. We talked about Standing Rock. We talked about, we actually talked about the podcast, actually, the uh, pre-election podcast. Okay. So we talked about Black Lives Matter. We talked about um, the conversations we had on uh, 
trans and LGBTQ. We talked about uh, just just a plethora of things, what's happening right. with, with okay. this election and some of the reaction. That's what we're going to get to. Because um, that's really, the, in the last couple of weeks, has been not surprising but disappointing to me, some of the reaction that we've seen <laughs> from folks in our community. The emotion. The, yeah. the emotion. Oh, Lord have mercy to, to what's happened with. If, with isn't that every election, though? Um, you know, because we had a black president for eight years. A president that happens to be black. Oh, you know what? There's a difference, <laughs> personally. Okay. Well, we had a black man in the in who happened to be president so the kind of reactions we we saw are very very different there's there, there you know very people were very comfortable and very there's a lot of joy in that for people um i don't it's funny because the, the the expect now that looking back um we had no expectation we're just happy to have the visceral you know the visual of a black just the symbolism of a black we were happy with blackface basically um, but now what we're seeing, it, 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 this is very strange to me well, to see this, this, this fear and this loathing well, the lens, and this mourning and all of this stuff that's, that I'm seeing gotta, now. But, but let's, you know, in, in, in what goes on during elections, you also got to look at the lens. The lens was the fact that, A, you were around majority Democrats and independents. Yesterday, or you're no, talking no, 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 about no. I'm talking about general. no. I'm talking about when uh, Obama was elected. Uh, yeah. Okay. So what I'm saying is, and then you know, it, it and he won the popular election. I, I don't. Um, I, I, I don't. From you, where I'm standing, that's that's well not. When I say lens, I'm saying okay. Look at the Republicans that lost. Not only did they have a problem with a Democrat winning the White House, but a black man winning the White House. You know what I understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and I get that, yeah. No, no, but I'm just saying, did you see on that end their response, their reaction? More anger, um, more anger. Um, they, don't, they didn't have the fear. You know, I, there's a lot of fear in mourning. I, I, didn't, I didn't notice so much fear. Maybe because, again, I, I wasn't... Well, paying attention in the way that I'm paying attention well, now. Well, let's uh, it, there's, there's a lot of fear. Um, it, uh, folks talking about days of mourning and fear and all of the, you know, look, look, look. When Barack Obama was elected, I, I see white kids falling out at the college campuses and needing to. I mean, this crazy crap that we've been seeing colleges creating safe places for students because yeah. they needed a safe place after they found out that Donald Trump was uh, elected and they needed coloring books and Play-Doh and therapy. I mean, what, what in the hell are we talking about? These are liberal white students who supposedly were in so much shock and mourn. To me, this, this you know what that sounds like? Yeah. Oh, you do? Well, no, I was just going to say, go ahead. Tell uh, me what it sounds like. It, it, it sounds like, um, what was the um, thing that the kid, when he, he, he got off, because he, he, he was... Um, what is the word that they used? Um, he was too rich to go to jail. Oh, affluenza. That's what this sounds like, <laughs> a different form of affluenza. affluenza like I, we didn't yeah. get our, it's not so much that we really care 
about what happens to other people, but we didn't get our way. And we don't really care that it's Trump. We just didn't get our way. We well, thought Hillary was going to win. And, I mean, you, you, this doesn't even make sense to me. The you, big, you, I think the biggest difference is when, what? when Obama won, the other reaction was upset and anger, but then, I mean, we can, we can Monday morning quarterback it now since we're eight years later. Um, you know, they planned and strategized about what to do. Do you understand? Who um, is they? Who you? You need to. No, be I'm specific. talking about this. 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 Uh, the. Re the. Republican like Tea Party type of because you know so, that was a big thing. We're then. talking about two different groups though. I'm talking I about the group that's that. falling out. So so that the listeners understand, you're saying that as that was going on, the opposite team, basically the Republican yeah, team, was right. in it was strategizing on how they were going well, to take they, the they win. Had to, they had devised a plan. To, in other words, they got upset and all that, but they didn't get all this. You know what I mean? Like they didn't. They weren't falling they weren't, out and fearful. Right. They weren't like. Well, they're not going to fear a right. black man anyway. Right. Not right. in the right. White House because they understand they have control. Right. They, which, you know, we're going to come back to that point yes. um, about what's happening and about Obama even getting there and about Obama even being strategically placed Absolutely. by some Republicans in office Absolutely. so that what we're seeing now could actually happen. But, uh, you know, let me let me just say I am most disappointed with my black folks, how, how we've been recently. I, I don't understand any black person who went into a day of mourning, and I even heard black men saying things to the effect of, what am I gonna tell my daughters? I'm thinking, well, what, what, what are you talking about? What are you right. gonna tell your daughters? Right, right, right. And wait a minute, also, what I said about Donna Brazile, mm -hmm. I said she was gonna be the scapegoat. You, you know about the DNC basically blaming her for Hillary's loss. Yeah, they, okay. they tried to put that. They in. tried to yeah. put it. I, I knew it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. I I knew she was going to be. You know, she she was she. They weren't through with her, and they're still not. But anyway, but but our response. Why are we mourning? Why are we mourning? Because <laughs> Donald Trump's in office. I mean, what in like here? Here's why, the deal. Why did we cry when Obama won? Okay. You why know, did we cry when Obama won? Oh. It's the same thing. It, the opposite sides of the coin. Right. We bought in. Exactly. We, we we claim that we we all you know so many folks claim that we, no we understand it's not a post-racial america we get it we no you did not you yeah. bought in you yeah. a part of you bought into the idea of when obama was there you did buy into it because guess what and you are right we wouldn't have been crying when obama got in nope. and we wouldn't have been uh mourning now that trump is right. in we bought in and and, the, and and you know now you know we we were able to kind of fall back asleep a little bit with Obama being there. Now it is fire to your ass right now. And I'm and you know what I I, I have to say, you know I I don't know that I think that it's necessarily a bad thing. And I know folks are I, I know folks are, are hitting shit hitting the fan just because I said that. But look, you you get to see what you claimed you couldn't see before. You know, you know, you claim that you, you know, you, you, you know, you thought that you, Hillary was going to be there and that white women were going to vote along with you and that feminism. No, white women voted right along with their white men right. because they voted for power and economics or what they think is going to be economics and power. They didn't vote gender. They didn't vote because they wanted to see. They don't really care about seeing a. A lot of white women don't care about seeing a woman in 
that office. And I'm going to say, as a woman, I don't care. And, I, and a lot of my friends don't care. Honestly, not at this point. <clears throat> We're not moved by that. Like the idea yeah. of a woman being president, and I, I'm right. going to say, and I'm a womanist to my core, but I don't really... That, that wasn't I would say motivation th- I for would me. say that woman especially and not especially not that, that woman, woman especially not yeah. that woman but people didn't want to say that that would be a piss poor uh yeah that's a piss poor choice as far as as far as women go it would have been a piss poor choice I think more people were as far as a woman went would be uh, Elizabeth Warren but um well not after but, she came out and supported well but you know so what that I'm was that I'm was a wrap about, i'm talking about that early on that was a wrap so yeah so but the, the response has been insane you know l- let's let's get let's get some specifics let's 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 do the art world the, the situation with hamilton oh yeah. the cast of hamilton um okay so for those of you everybody knows this story but just in case you're living under a rock or you haven't been listening to social media or the news uh, the cast of Hamilton, the Broadway play, decided they were going to take the opportunity um, one night to give a message to Vice President-elect Mike Pence, who happened to come see the show. Now, I w- want you all to keep in mind that Mike Pence was not invited by the cast of Hamilton to come see the show. He bought a ticket, just like every other patron, and decided to go to see the show. As he was leaving, um, because the, the cast, of course, knew ahead of time, high-level mm-hmm. folks that come into a show like that, you know ahead of time. You, right. you kind of prep. VIPs, yeah. You know, VIPs, they have certain seats. You make things available to them. Um, so, uh, so the cast, and when I say the cast, I mean um, writer, director, Lin-Manuel. And um, I think it was also... The, the producer director who, uh, who was also part of they prepared a speech and had the quote unquote cast read the speech well actually the cast was the actor Brandon Victor Dixon right. who um, does not play Hamilton his role uh, d- um, he plays uh, the actual murder of Hamilton I'll, I'll, whatever his role is it's a lead role anyway they had this gentleman read the statement as Pence, Mike Pence was leaving. The black man. The black man. I, I'm going to ask you what you what you're feeling about. What, what did you think about that? Because everyone was, you know, this whole seller. You know, you took sides. Republicans hated it. Um, Donald Trump spoke on it. Of course, he's reactionary as hell too. Um, you know, he thought the the cast was rude and should have apologized, which is ironic, coming from right. Trump. Right. Miss Grab it, grab the. Uh, well, well uh, uh, don't see no no see now now that you brought that up now I now I have to come forth and say what I think about him. that. I, no, I, no. Did you say defend? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna we're gonna go back to the grab and buy the pussy in a minute because that's where you were going with that. So no, 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 no. Now I gotta now we gotta go into that. But anyway, right. that was funny coming from Trump. They should apologize. They were rude. Wait, I'm gonna ask you what you thought about that whole thing before I I give my. Other than being contrived, I mean, obviously they want to make a statement. You know, the guy did say that they were given a heads up um, to pick. You know, the black seemingly gay dude to uh, read this thing out, and like a second, I can 
kind of quantify that whole thing too. Please do, because somebody, about, you know, because because so folks are going to now somebody's saying, well, what did him being black and what did him being gay and blah, 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 have to do yeah. with well, what did you, you sound it has to homophobic? Do with, you sound it, it has to do yourself. with it has to do with um, um, when black men are making a statement generally. Um, whites, white men do not fear black gay men. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? Or those that are, and, and I know it, it kind of goes off into a whole nother thing, but let's just say that, uh, you know, by and large, even what was read, um, but you know, it, it begs the question, yeah, why was he why wasn't it a white woman, the white woman lead? Um what, are you are you and I wanna I wanna be specific, are you saying would it have made a difference, first of all, if it were a black straight male reading, do you think that would have made a difference? And and we're guessing and, and guessing. I don't well, know anything about this actor. I, and, Pre- and I'll say this. I'll say you, you're assuming that that's I'll what his say deal this, is. This is part this is part of it, and I would say part of it is going on. Because I didn't know you were going to go there. No, by but the way. I did see him on um, on some other interviews, as well as a snippet on uh, when the segment where he was on the. And view. he seemed non-threatening. Very. Very, very non-threatening. Very. And, and do because you think he spoke that that's... about the how proud American blah 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 blah. It you wasn't. Know. Um. You know. So are you? Are you? So are you? Because I didn't know you were going there. So. I have to, I don't want to, I don't use the term devil's advocate. I hate doing that. But I have to ask because folks are, oh, so you think because this wasn't a, he wasn't super, in, in your eyes, because he wasn't a super, ma- I mean, what, what are you saying in reference to this particular actor being the, the choice? Because mm. I have some feelings about that that are similar, not really based on all the things that you're saying, but you are as a black man, a black straight yeah. man, we can, we we, we can assume there so you thought that that i that's interesting because i, I, I think it's i a, didn't even it, it it it's coupled with so many other things obviously yeah. listening to a black straight man speak like uh uh james baldwin i have to bring him in you know i he was not a he was who was a black gay man right who was a black gay man to listen to a black gay man speak on black issues or issues concerning us issues that he felt very strongly about and was very articulated that nobody wrote for him he used that, his own that's voice my, that was that was my issue with as well with, with it i i so and, and can i let me interject here where we are in agreement i just thought here's the thing first of all i i, I believe art is supposed to inform it's supposed to challenge it's supposed and the artist is supposed to do all of those things inform challenge do all you know make statements even political statements mm-hmm. I, I i don't i have no problem with that okay but i did have some trouble because i again i i waited and i kind of i you know i didn't respond because i saw it t- uh, trending and i'm like well let me i don't want to read anybody's response to it let me look at this I thought to myself, like, like you, why why is the, this black guy the person who's the spokesperson for this company and for speaking Lynn Manuel's words and whoever else wrote that speech? I would have been more impressed again if he had if this these were his words. 
I like I think that if you're going to make a statement, it, it was weird for me that you are representing this cast and crew. Because here at the end of the day, you are a black actor on Broadway. I don't know if this brother's deal. I mean, he. I would say I, I'm in agreement. He seemed really non-threatening when I saw him interview. Um, you are making a speech to the vice president-elect. First of all, you are in a theater on Broadway. Do you, are, are you a theater person? Or are you a person who... Yeah, you know, no, I've okay. driven by. Okay. Quite okay. <laughs> Those theaters, first of all, it is a hot time. It is a hot time and people are, are quickly triggered. Now, the audience, according to what I've read, was already responding to Mike Pence being there. There was some booing, some booing. Right, right, yeah. And I don't know if that happened prior to him being called out directly from the stage. I don't know. This is what freedom sounds like. This is what freedom. <laughs> we're going to get to that. So, you, OK, so we're in a hot, you know, this is a hot time. People protesting, people, are, you know, upset, you know, making threat, all kinds of things happening. You are in a theater on Broadway. Let me tell you, the theater on Broadway that doesn't have the greatest security. So I thought first you are putting people in a situation where this could be hot this could get someone could be triggered and anything can break off in here just because you as an actor decided you want to get it political on the stage this the play in itself speaks to whatever it's, i have not seen it mm -hmm. so it's a political piece in itself it, it it makes its own statements there are songs in the play as, as as far as i've been told that are that even can be triggering but if you go to a piece and you see it that's a whole different thing than the actors and the cast deciding yeah. to take us take a stance politically about what's going on right now. There's a difference between if we're, we're, we're talking about the historical history and we're doing a little rap to it versus at the end of the show, right. we getting real now. Okay. So I, I thought, you know, first of all, that was, that was an irresponsible move from that perspective. Mm -hmm. Secondly, if we go back to the black guy, you were a black gentleman reading a speech from the writer or the director. To me, if it was that important, then you should have let one of them read it. Let them come out and read their piece if it was that important right. and it needed to be read. Because you work, you know, as black actors, it is, it is, it is rough getting work, okay? <laughs> it is rough getting work as a black actor. You're a black actor on Broadway and, and you, you, you got a great job now. It does not mean that because of what happened, and it looks great on paper and people are gonna cheer you on, but as revisionist history happens, depending on how this, these, these folks do in the office, this revisionist history could get, go many other ways. It can go from the cast of Hamilton to the, the rude black actor who called out disrespectfully yeah. to the president-elect. That this revisionist history can happen real quickly. And you can easily not Brazil work of, uh, the <laughs> Right, company. you can right. You'll be the Donna Brazil <laughs> of Broadway. I well, think that you have to think. To you just... gotta. You gotta think far and wide as a black actor before you make decisions like this. If this was a one-man show, if this were something you wrote and the and the and the producer signed off and said gave you the go-ahead to do, that's one thing. And if it was about the cast, then the cast should have participated in it. You shouldn't have been the spokesperson for that. I just think it was a dumb move for the actor. Um, the other thing is, is that. You know, I get it. I, I I get the feeling. I get the sentiment. But here we are in a situation. You have the the vice president elect, and you you. This is just another one of those reactionary 
responses that yeah. didn't do anything you but sound, gave you opportunity. You sound like a sore loser. That's well, it. you gave opportunity for people to go online and just voice their negativity and to fight amongst themselves from sides. Right. I'm a Democrat and I'm a Republican and I feel this right. way. I mean, that's all that did. And then the worst part of it is that you gave Mike Pence an opportunity to respond and he was charming. He was patient. He was eloquent. I mean, he just was all the things that we are claiming he's not. And he got a chance to respond. And he did a good job of responding. He actually squashed the negative energy that was going back and forth in reference to what happened. So you gave him an opportunity to look like a choir boy. Right. He's the martyr. He became the martyr martyr in that situation. (laughs) That, to me, was... So now the folks that are that may not have given him a chance before that were in line with you with no, we're not going to give them a chance. We're going to let them know. They're looking at him going, you know, maybe I was wrong about Mike. He might not be all those things. He might he that to me that you it just it just backfired. It just backfired. And the other thing is, here's the deal. Again, let's go back to Lynn Manuel. Lin-Manuel, you're a Hispanic who can easily pass for white if you need to and change your name. You want to make a political statement, you bring your ass out and do it. The, 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 as, I'm, as you're a black actor, I'm your actor. I'm not, I'm not your spokesperson. I wouldn't have done it. Again, just going back to that. I got to work after Hamilton. I got to work after Hamilton. I'm not, no, I would, no. It wouldn't have been me. I'm sorry. I, it wouldn't have been me unless well, I wrote, unless I was so moved that I wrote the statement. go the other way too. The black actor got a lot. I mean, he was on The View. He was on interviewed on, you know. I want to. So. I'm going to watch. I, I'm really going to. I hope and pray that this works out for the brother and that it does not negatively impact his career. I think he could go any in either way. Right. I right. think it could go either way. Boom or so, bust. Boom or bust. Exactly. But yeah, but Mike Pence came came away as the as as Prince Charming. So. Can I can I just say one thing about um, sure the post election thing? I mean, you know, one of the things that from the last podcast, um, you know, being very adamant against national politics myself and this, you know, basically yeah, two-party two party system. Well, you don't, the two-party system, because it doesn't work. Right. I mean, okay. it, it, it doesn't work. So what I'm saying is why I participate in it. But the thing is, is that I do also understand the impact. That's why I pay attention to what goes on. So it's not just a blind, oh, this is you know, politics and I'm not going to participate because it's blah, blah, or blah. I'm going to call you What out. I'm trying to do is, and what I think most people should do, is be very astute and very educated behind international politics, uh, 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 how it impacts, you know, the economy and all that. Because like I said, we talked about money. D- let's talk about that. Because why, mm-hmm. while folks are so busy defending whatever side they're on and deciding whether or not Donald Trump is arrogant for his statement about Hamilton. In the meantime, we're looking at the possibility that there's some discussion on what's going on with money, cash money. Um, it, it, it's happened in India and parts of India in large parts of India where cash has actually been pulled out of circulation. Um, and that is in effect um, to control and give the government a chance to really watch and monitor what you have. It's no paying under the table. It's no, I'm going to stash this cash 
in India. They've they've there's there's places and cities in India that and it and it happened out of nowhere. It was kind of like let's move this let's move the large bills out of circulation first. And then it was okay, we're we're moving to a cashless system so you have this amount of time to turn in all your cash and go to a digital system. And now there are reports or 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 uh not just reports but there is uh, in fact some dealings with Citibank where Citibank it, is it two of their locations in the United States does not yeah. take cash anymore as at multiple branches. So there's more than two. Um, I don't n think that people understand the implications of that. I, I don't. And, and we need to, this is the kind of stuff we need to be paying attention to. We need to be watching while we're, while we're fighting over who was the best candidate. And I mean, you know, cheering on actors for well, making statements cash in and of itself i mean pretty much cash or currency is symbolic um you know when it was taken off the gold standard if it's not backed by something solid when it became a uh, fiat currency um basically it is it's almost like religion so it's like a belief system so you believe and you're told well let's just say that uh <laughs> the vatican of the of uh, of the um, currency or this present fiat current system would be like the Federal Reserve here in America. So what I'm saying is they determine uh, what that dollar, the value is or isn't, so to speak, you know, and that kind of controls what, um, along with uh, Wall Street and things like that. And so what happens is it's easier to play with money when you don't, when you can't see it. Exactly. <laughs> You know. Exactly, and we've been trained. They've been right. training us for a while. They've been right. they've right. with debit cards, debit cards and right, direct and deposit. And yeah. certain jobs, you have to have. You don't even have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have direct deposit. So right. they've been they've been, right. you know, they've been training you and 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 grooming us for a while. And and I said in the states, I'm sorry, it's Australia, Citibank's um, Australia offices um, that that's happened. Um, so just to correct that, go ahead. I'm sorry. Absolutely no. Um, so I, I think that, um, cashless, I mean, there are also other things that, and, um, um, you know, even if we look at the history of, uh, of the federal reserve and things like that, that this was, it was headed this way anyway, this is part of quote unquote, uh, what was spoken of, of the new world order. Um, and like I said, no, don't want to get too deep into that, but what I'm saying is that it directly, I mean, this agenda this this uh this thing that has been put out there i mean we're talking about years in the making so it doesn't matter democrat republican exactly you really got to follow the money exactly. you got to follow that's why you have to follow world politics because and world economics because um there is no nationalism when it comes to currency no there's, there's no not. nationalism there's there. not if if that were the case okay if it were about America, if it were about America, um, you know, jobs wouldn't have got shipped overseas. All of these corporations wouldn't be offshore. They wouldn't have, you know what I mean? Because it's all about the bottom line and people should understand that. And so all that we're trying to bring corporations back and jobs and all that. I mean, a lot of that, the ship has sailed. And when I say it's sailed, it's because we know we have lived, most of us have lived long enough to know that. Your dollar today does not buy 
what it bought 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. Five 40, years ago. 40 years ago. Right, exactly. The dollar just, just does not get. And, you know, constantly, I mean, all of these across the country, I mean, you you know, across the country, you're looking at, uh, you know, utility rates going up, all these other things, taxes, everything else is going up, salaries aren't. Right. They aren't. So what I'm saying is that it it is just we're being we have been lulled into a comfort level that we understand the system is broken, but we put a hundred percent faith in the system because if we didn't, guess what? Politically, this wouldn't have bothered us. Why? Because economically, we, we would have we understood been where on we top are of it right. beforehand, right? Regardless to who, only thing we'd be looking at is what changes are happening when it comes to taxes, what changes are going to be happening when it comes to my investments, what changes are going to be happening in terms of whatever my investments or my assets are in, um, what policies are they bringing down the line that's either going to help me or hurt me. And then where are the loopholes at? Because there are always loopholes. And who do they benefit? The who ones that have wealth. Well, no, people no, we, have, we, right. Who, we know that, that. No, right. the people that know. Right. And, and, and you know, the other thing we, we talked about um, on the uh, last show was that what we need to understand, and I'm specific to, again, the African-American community, is that we don't understand the devastation. We don't understand where we are. We have one half of 1% of the wealth in this country. One half of 1%. And what are we in terms of population of this country? The, the, the numbers are 13%. And I'm going to say I believe the numbers are larger than that. I, I honestly yes. believe the, the yeah. numbers are more like 20%. Mm-hmm. I think 13% is a psychological game. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like 20% right. um, in terms of po- which even yeah. makes that number worse in terms of the economic value. So we need to see we, we got so excited about Harriet Tubman. And I've said this before that with, with, with visceral reparations of Harriet Tubman on that 20, we may not even see that 20. Right. We, we may not see the 20. Right. So that's why economics is important. That's why understanding to me the it's problem. A huh? It to me is disrespectful to put Harriet Tubman on the 20. Well, because yeah, a, a lot of people said that. Right, it's a contradiction. It's a contradiction. But, but yeah. uh, uh, um, you know, understanding what all of this means. We, you know, again, you're right. Rich people don't really care who gets in. Right. in they in, donate to in, both parties. In, right, they right. donate to they both parties. They, they donate to whomever gives them what they want and who they can control at the time. That's exactly. the, and, and there is a game that's being played in terms of race, in terms of uh, of of population all of this is a game and you got to understand how all the dots connect and that's why i Look, talk in terms trump of trump was a democrat Trump was a Democrat for the longest time. If you look at his old right. interviews on Oprah, he right. makes the he makes perfect sense. And a lot of times when you're listen, if you listen to Trump, you know, out, out, outside of his rantings in terms of this election, there are many times that when Trump talks about the economy, there are many times when t- uh, when Trump talks about what what's going on in the industry. He may he's made sense now. How he's contributed to that? Yes. How you know that's one thing. Because I've seen Atlantic City. Well, me. okay. Yes how he's contributed to that. But he understands. He's oh, very course. clear about yeah. it. And, and I've said that he's he, and too. I've said before that he was, he was dumb, and, but he's not, he's not, he, he's not a dumb man at all. And I, and I say that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, knowingly, I know, I know he's yeah, not, he's but not you know, bad. again, a back to back to the economy, we need to be paying attention 
attention to great you know some of the things that we all all the stuff that we're seeing all of these reactions but we need to be paying attention to again economics because outside of what we we're going to go into on another podcast on spiritual power mm -hmm. and spiritual growth we need to understand economic power because at the end of the day that is what we need to be focused on and we need to do it as a collective but we can't worry about you know all those other issues that we talked about before we need to come together collectively with a strategy because the effects on the poor when you talk about there not being money circulating because a lot of folks we know still keep money in their underneath their mattress they can't have a bank account because right. credit right. issues and tax issues and all right. kinds of stuff right. um but a move like this, which could happen, this, you know, people think these things can't happen. They can happen and they can happen very quickly. The, the devastation on our community specifically. So, you know, again, on this Black Friday, we, we, I hope that some of us are, 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 are getting real smart. Now, I know folks were saying they weren't going to go out shopping today, that that was their way of being more conscious. I hope that part of that consciousness also means you found some black businesses because what you're going to need to also pay attention to is some of the companies that are going to be in alignment with some of these legislative changes and some of these policies that are going to come in. You want to have a lot of presidents from companies that you're going to need to pay attention to who's supporting some bullshit that is going to negatively impact you and you need to be ready to pull your money and stop shopping with those those people because that's where your power is going to be well this is uh, like i said before and even uh as i said before it it, it should have happened it should have happened before before that's why i said before yeah, we'll be about voting with your dollar mm -hmm. you do that every single day okay every day that you swipe the card go in your wallet, go in your pocket, purse, you do it every day. So that is, you know, it, you should be very partisan <laughs> with your okay. with your uh, buying and it speaks directly to your education, your political education. If you don't know who you're giving your money to, okay, it works to the advantage of those who want to keep you as a permanent consumer, that's number one. Number two, it, it works to the advantage because once again, you put your faith in the representations of the same system that's gonna keep you in the place. So that's what the political system is gonna do. Um, the black man that happened to be the president of the United States, I mean, like you said, if that wasn't, if you couldn't get anything out of him, anything for you well we didn't ask anything well, i mean in all fairness we didn't ask anything of barack okay. we didn't ask anything of these 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 folks that came up we voted democratic because that's what we're used to doing even though it has done nothing for us we didn't ask anything of barack and, and which and makes it worse excusing, which makes it worse right which which what, makes no, it worse no, no, i'm, I'm not saying excusing. Which, which makes it worse in terms of him because he's not a stupid man either he knows what black people need He's worked in Chicago. He was placed in Chicago. He worked in Chicago. But that's not what he. But, but, but no, no, no. But I'm just saying he's aware of the issues. But he's also put into that position. We talk. Look, right. for the purpose, get, for get, another purpose, get put in for another purpose. Absolutely. Let, let's 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 you know because we we are we are. Um, 
let's talk because about we didn't other, ask. Because it didn't absolve him. That's well, all I'm saying. It didn't absolve him. No, but right. he wasn't That's placed all. in there for us. He Absolutely was placed not. in there under the for the agenda that happened under his he watch. I'm not gonna. He was well, and, and there's only so much that you're gonna be able to do as president. It's Absolutely. so funny because for a minute Donald Trump was talking about there was there was rumors about Donald Trump opening up the 911 investigation. That ain't going to happen. Right. If Trump That's thinks he's going to do that, that right. he's going to get candidated. And no right. disrespect <laughs> to the Kennedys. But we know that yeah. was, you know, mm -hmm. that opening up that can of worms would yeah, automatically mean an immediate takeout. Right. Because right. if you understand the history of that. Mike Pence I don't, will be the president. <laughs> Mike Pence will be the president. I mean, and, and, and folks, you know, we're not going to go deep into that. You're going to have to do your own research on that. But let's talk about, you know, just what's, you know, we, we talked about the, the impact and the reaction of black folks being so reactionary mm -hmm. and, and, and really disappointing. I'm, I'm going to say specifically from, from black men falling out and yeah. you know, some of the stuff that I'm seeing, I, you know, even, you know, yeah. the very well-respected writer, and, and I'm going to just touch this, Charles Blow just did an op-ed, you know, no Trump, we're not going to get along. I, I, I like Charles Blow. I, you know, I don't dislike him. I like him well enough. But I, when I read the piece, I was like, here we go with another reactionary piece. He's, right. This is at the, if I'm understanding correctly, he is a writer for the New York Times. New York Times met with Trump. He didn't attend the meeting. He doesn't want to get a lot. You know, he's basically still going to call Trump out. But he forgave Hillary for Haiti. He forgave Hillary for Libya. He forgave Hillary for, um, you know, talking about we should forgive her for, um, what is that, a predator? Super predator. Super predator. Super so predator. it's kind of contradictory. See, you, you're mad because Trump is in your face. You're mad because the people that Trump is picking are in your face. But again it's dracula or godzilla you got godzilla you still are going to you know these are people that are not going to work in you're your favor either way you're going you, you're going to get crushed if you're not prepared and if you go into this whole next four years with fear now let's talk about um what happened in dc <laughs> with uh npi National Political Institute. Policy Institute. National Policy Institute. Policy Institute. National Policy A very unassuming group. Look, if somebody, if I just saw that in passing, I wouldn't have thought anything of, of the group either. I, I would have, because, you know, Maggiani's in um, D.C. came under fire because they hosted a dinner for them. And they said they didn't know. So I'm going to say I, 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 I believe them. I believe that the restaurant in Friendship Heights did not know that they were hosting a white nationalist group. And I'm not gonna use alt-right, and I'm sick of folks using alt-right, normalizing white this nationalism white nationalism. White I'm not gonna shout not white supremacy. Yeah. But the, the speech was just, I mean, it, it was humorous. Robert Spencer, the, the president, children of the sun. I mean, they lied to themselves. Children, you, when have white right. people ever referred to themselves as children of the sun? But that's a whole right. other thing. But you, folks, you need to look, see again, instead of reacting to the, the hail Trump, people need to look at the history of that organization. Right. There are ties to major leading uh, newspapers, Washington yeah. Times. Right. You've got folks that are a part of that organization that are Latino. You've got, you, you need to really look in at this organization because we've talked about before how and and i'm not anti-latino but I, I think we need to understand what we're seeing here we were surprised people were acting like they were surprised that so many white women voted for trump i say you should have known 
you should have been prepared for that. They were expecting that white women were going to support Hillary. They didn't all of this shock and, and all of this, uh, oh, my God, we can't believe that happened. Right. Why were right. you surprised that white women voted in line with right. their men? Because white right. women understand white that nationalism. when white men are in power, <laughs> they are second in command. They get right. it. They right. voted power and economics over gender. Get yep. it. Accept it. Yep. Move on. And let's get some strategy yep. going. The folks that are part of this organization that is a white nationals organization, let me just say, if you look at the history, again, you've got some Latino Cuban Americans that are part of this organization. And one of the main uh, parts of this organization is they support eugenics programs. Eugenics programs, and we have been talking about this, I have been talking about the movement towards LGBTQ being a part of the eugenics movement. Absolutely. And this organization has been in practice since 2003. Oh, one. And part of their major practice is pushing eugenics and social eugenics right. programs and being and funding those. And actually, the president who was president before Robert Spencer was a gentleman, Andrews was his last name. I, you know, I read and I just Not keep moving. Andrews was his, uh, his name, uh, what was his first name? Louis Andrews, Andrews, Louis Andrews actually died in 2011. Louis Andrews actually voted for Barack Obama. And he voted for Barack Obama and his quote was, I wanna see the Republican party destroyed so it can be reborn as a party representing the interests of white people and not entrenched corporate elites. Well, guess what? Here we are in 2016 and guess what? Exactly what he wanted to happen has happened. They were planning. This organization right. is right. a think tank. Right. It is an organization that whether they get to have their lunches at, and or their dinners at Maggiano's again, or if they got to change their name, these people are organized. Right. They strategize. Exactly. Organize and strategize and there's money and they have their hands in not only their their white supremacists publications there's major money in this organization major movement and they're in a city that once was a black city right Chocolate they feel city. very comfortable <laughs> in washington dc there was a time right. organizations like this they've been like now nah, we ain't messing with dc those negroes are too crazy there we're not going there they're right. like oh yeah we're gonna come to dc and we're gonna come to friendship heights we're gonna come to every area we'll come to any area in dc now because dc's been gentrified We've taken over the city. We've strategized and taken over the city. So you gotta understand what is happening, all gentrification. You gotta understand, again, the economics. You gotta watch these organizations and see who's a part of them. That's what we need to be doing and paying attention to. Well, to, you do, wanna... that, to do that, we have to be thinking, just like you said with economics, we have to be thinking generationally. We have to set up things that we're not, um, that we may not live to see. Exactly. And that's not what we are geared to do. I mean, we're worried about our weekend but or I, our vacation I, next look, year. I, 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 that might I mean? be far for people because so many of us are single. We don't have kids. We don't understand. We, we don't understand the family union. We, we've talked about that. We don't we don't we're not we're not engaged and we're not committed to the idea well, of family. If you listen but, to what you're saying, some of these people in this policy, and I'm sure they're single no kids or whatever but they're thinking about a they're thinking but about their people 
they're, they're not thinking just about thinking their people. About, and these people, right. but mo- if these folks are single, I, I'm people, just going to say, these, people think most about their of these, these mo- most of the white supremacists, they still believe in family. They marry and they have kids and they're building units. Absolutely. We have been, we've bought into but the idea of single individualism, mm-hmm. all of that kind of idea. Right. So we, it's oh, yeah. harder to think yeah. that way if you yeah. think I'm comfortable being single all of my right. life because you, you don't get the importance of unifying with you. We talked about right. this before. We don't, you right. know, the confusion right. is Black part of first. keeping us right. confused and keeping us confused about identity and, right. and, and everything. Man versus woman. All, all of that, that stuff. It and, is and the talking about Lynch toxicity thing. and intersectionality right. is that we it's can't just, have love and relationships, right. which makes it harder for us right. to build community, which makes it harder for us to build economics. And so we are really piggybacking and showing we're you. We're sold on the divisions. We're sold on the division. But what we're doing now is we're building on what we talked about before. We are showing you, hopefully you guys are starting to do research and you're starting to read and you're starting to see how this is all information, how this all works together. Because folks are strategized. Folks have money. Folks, and that is the way we keep telling folks, you better understand this. You better be focused on your economics, your family, your relationships. You better be focused on the things that are going to help build community. Because if the game is as dangerous as you as some of you think it is with Donald Trump, and you're not going to win the being reactionary and the div- way you and are. And divisive. And divisive. Ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. So I, I would I would say to folks, you don't just look, look at the sound bites and um, what you saw on, on um, TV One and News One with Roland Martin going back and forth. Not 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 to dis that at all, not to discount that. You need to go deeper. So you could laugh because you think that Roland Mar- Martin won the debate. He didn't win nothing because Robert Spencer went back to his organization and his group. He's got plenty of money, and they Lobbyists. made some kind of strategic move. Everything. Exactly. Yeah. They get they're the watching their people get in on yep. the cabinet. Yep. They're going to affect change because they're going to be able to put money in. You, this is the kind of stuff we need to be really pay, yeah. calling out. We need and, to call out. And another thing to think about that meeting. All right. The National Policy Institute, you know, whenever you see like a tip of an iceberg come up, you only see the, the tip. tip of the iceberg, right. right? So we just said that this this organization has been in existence since '01. This is not their first meeting, okay? No, they, they, so, they meet regularly in DC, right? And what I'm They've saying got large is, publishing right. Companies. So guess what? You know, yes. Those arms don't go up like you know for this, the high Hitler thing. It just didn't go up at that one point. Like I said, I'm sure you know when the Republicans had the House and the Senate. When, I mean, all these other things, when the Tea Party there, uh, when they basically was able to take over the Republican Party, I mean, there's so many, quote unquote, wins because they're they're playing chess, not checkers. So this this exactly this whole like, you know, looking at like, oh, your vote on the ninth. Uh, was that the ninth or the eighth of November? It was the I don't, I don't know. Eighth whatever it was, it was but whatever election, election day. <laughs> I'm serious. I voted. Like, I did really, but I I, yeah. I voted. I don't remember the day. Well, I voted. I didn't, so I don't. Remember. But what uh, I'm saying is that's what I'm saying. It's just like for, for many of us, it's just a checker move. Oh, oh, we lost. We jumped. We got our man taken. And we, so we that and whole that, thing. And that's what we keep saying. We. But that that's that's so my weird. point, and that's my thing. My thing is, is that. You lost. We, by, we lost by not having a strategy. And see, we beforehand. are, we are, we aren't. And I will just say this to my uh, black folks: 
what we are, we are uh, in the same, it's not the same fight in the terms of the white liberal. Do you understand? Exactly. It's not the same. It, we're not one in the same. And unfortunately, which speaks to this Hamilton situation, right, this is what that speech was about. Charles Blow, that's what that was about. It was about, it was more the liberalism speaking. And the thing is, is unfortunately, let's go back to what you said. We didn't ask Obama for anything. What right. I'm saying is that's why black folks, we didn't even have an agenda. You understand right. what I'm saying? We don't have an agenda. So my thing is, where's the Charles Blow? Where's the uh, this brother Hamlet? Where are they meeting in terms of the think tanks or whatever it is? Roland Martin to say we have an agenda now. And, and let me just I say, say, we're, we're not dis- we're not discounting things. these these brothers. We're just saying. No, I'm that, just using them as right. Like when you hear about them, you're not. We get so responsive to that, right? Exactly. Right. 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 Because it's it's speaking to a certain audience. That audience is not us specifically. It, that's what I'm saying. We think it's about us, but it is. But that's why I said because we're not the white liberal. Right, that's what I'm right, saying. Exactly. We are. We may be quoting on, but I'm, really, a lot of most black people I know are very conservative. They're very. They really are. And we're we're going to talk about that on another show. Right, yeah. Which is yeah. That's yeah. A whole we're going to. That's a whole other show. Yeah, let's but yeah. That but another. but let me just say this is this is why I'm I, in for that show. That, yeah, okay. Well, th- this is why I said, and and folks are angry with me, so I'm going to go ahead and set it in on the show. There's a million woman march happening the, the day after the inauguration. Yeah, save your save your invite. Um, I was invited to that. Hell no, I'm not going to your w- million woman march. I am not going to that because some of those same women that are feigning and falling out and pretending like they're so upset that Trump, you voted for Trump and don't think I don't know that. Uh, And this, and what, and for what purpose that purpose for the feminist, the liberal chick, that is not, they're not going to, they're not going to be fighting for my jobs. Okay. They're not going to fight for jobs for us. They're not going to fight for education. They're not going to fight against um, health disparity. They're really not going to do that. They're fighting so for the I'm status not, quo. That's what they're I'm not for. going to show up for that. I'm not putting the pin on the safety pin for solidarity. I'm not interested in those the again those visual visceral Symbols. antics. I'm not doing that. I, this is about strategy and movement. I'm by, I'm figuring out what companies are going to be, well, not just the alternative companies, but where I can be spending money that puts money back into the community that circulates the dollar within my group. That's what, and this is not anti anything. This is an anti white. This is an anti, this is, this is about survival for people, brown and black people. This is about survival. This is about not being on the bottom rung at the bottom of the boat sinking Okay, in the water sinking. This is what this is about. And that's how serious it's got to be. You got to think about this as, as survival, so living. How about that? How about we've survived for so long? It's live. We're trying to we're trying to live now. Right. We're trying to live. So, you know, you, I heard folks getting excited, the, the black Trump supporters about Trump talking about urban development and urban neighborhoods. You've been seeing it happening. 
it's called gentrification. Right. You don't benefit from that. <laughs> exactly. So unless you're going to put bike lanes, unless you've got a plan and you are requesting certain things of Trump that mean keeping exactly. us in our own neighborhoods and you are requesting that yep. and demanding what you're going to see is 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 inner city neighborhoods looking fabulous, money going into them and your black ass is going to have to find yep. some other place to live because that's be how like that's always worked. 20 miles outside the beltway. Exactly, where you can't get to work, <laughs> where you right. got to straight, right. So we, we need to understand what's going on. And, 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 you know, again, please, folks, you need to not, it's not enough for you to see the, the video, the viral clip. You got to do the research. You really need to understand what uh, National Policy Institute is. You need to and understand the And not Wikipedia either, please. You got to you gotta, go, if you got to start at Wikipedia, do what you got to do, but yeah. do the research. Look at the hands and look how far reaching the hands are in these organizations. Um, you, you know, of course, Trump's cabinet, we didn't get to that on this show because we're already an hour and there's so much to talk about. So I know you're going to come back and talk to me some more. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to talk more, but we, we're just, I'm just asking you, now that we're two weeks in, can we stop being reactionary and start making plans? I challenge all of my listeners, even my white listeners, if you're liberal and you want and, and, and you want to help marginalized people, then put your money where your mouth is. Instead of you putting money into supporting a million woman march, how about you put money into a black business? How about you spend some of your money? We spend money with your businesses every day without thinking about it automatically. How about you put some money into a black business? You, you, you as, as a listener, because I get, I get letters from white listeners all the time, um, either thanking me or chiding me, one or the other. But if you're one of the, the liberal listeners that has listened to this show and you want to help and you want to be an ally, that's where you, and tell me, send me an email, post on my Facebook page, where are you spending money that helps a black business? that celebrates a black business. And if you need some suggestions, then we'll put some of them out there. You, you wanna be an ally, be an ally. And if you're, if, for God's sakes, if you're a person of color, if you're black, you need to start doing the research. You, we, we need to stop reacting. We need to get some books. We need to learn economy. And we're gonna have some economists and some folks who are financial planners come on the show and we're gonna have some conversations about that moving forward. Because here's the thing, it, you know that th those rallies, those anti-Trump. Look, he is president-elect. If all things happen the way they happen, he will be in that White House inaugurated January twentieth. Mm. It is what it is. We right. we lived under both Bushes. We lived under Reagan, and we can survive under this but let's live now how about we live now and make a plan and a strategy to live uh you know that's that's the next move and we we are already an hour over an hour into this and we're going to end this podcast right here because this is the call to action this is the first call to action and we're going to have more suggestions and more discussion but look folks i i i, I love you folks but your your reaction to this has been just kind of not kind of it has been kind of it has been definitely insane and we need to, to get some sanity and some decorum back and stop this mourning and this fear and this, 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 uh, what please, is this? Please stop. Just please stop. Well, what it is, is it's like I said, it's a lack of, um, when you don't know what to do, all you can do is react when you don't know what to do. And that's where the education has to come in. You got to educate yourself. The, the first thing to do yeah. then is, is, is get some information on 
what these white nationalist right. organizations are. Look at how far reaching their hands and get prepared for to remove your to stop spending with companies right. that are going to be supporting these policies that are going to be uh, about your oppression and your right. And yeah, because it yeah. ain't going to be a no recount. Yeah, you know, don't worry about the electoral college. They're not going anywhere or anything. Right, because if we were going to deal with that, we should have mm-hmm. dealt with that a long exactly. time ago. A long time. You know, ago. and that would have probably kept Obama out. This, but anyway, yeah, this ain't no democracy. It's a republic. Public. Okay. Don't forget that. Also, let me just say this. We talked about, I talked about the book um, on the last podcast about the book After the Ball, and I talked about how expensive the book was. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually posted on the Facebook page later on, I updated. What was interesting is that when I went back to look at the book, there were like 30 copies of the book available for under $50. I had been watching that book for over a year. That book was running hundreds of dollars. I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it happened. I hope that we can trust the book is actually the book that it was originally. Right. But I posted, um, that was a book that we, we talked about in terms of, of, of LGBTQ agenda. Um, I'm gonna have some more information out about books for economic development and what we can do with our money. We have a few folks coming up later on on some up, upcoming shows. They're gonna talk, about us, uh, talk to us about what to do with our money and how we grow our own economic base and what we need to do because this is this is serious business this is is serious business brother um we're gonna wrap up here this is a short show for me but i just wanted to touch kind of touch what was happening in the last couple of weeks thank you sir thank you for having me thank you for coming but thank you for the wine too this this is a short and sweet this is a call to action show this is the first step call to action so first thing, get some information on the um, organization. That, get some information on NPI. Because NPI didn't just happen, and there are many more like that, unassuming names that are sticking it to you, and there's a lot of money. Get some information on spending black. This is Black Friday, so hopefully you're not out spending, wasting money. But if you are spending money, you're spending with black business. White folks, white allies, you want to be an ally? No, don't send me any more invitations to your marches. And no, I'm not going to put a pen in my clothes. You spend some money with black business. Let me know what black business you've started to spend money with. You want to be an ally? That's how That's how you can help. That's the first step. Let me see that happen. Again, uh, you know, we have some folks out there who are giving op-eds and um, debating with white nationalists on TV. And that's all great. It's It's all great. It's not enough. It is time to strategize, and we're going to talk more about strategy in upcoming shows, but please, people, we got to start thinking in terms of strategy, and you got to start talking to your kids differently. Please stop telling your kids, um, presenting information to your kids about this uh, this presidency. Did I say pregnancy? Oh, God. (laughs) About this presidency um, with fear. Please stop talking to your children um, from a fear-based mindset. Please start talking to your children about forward movement. That's what you're what, what needs to happen. That's how we move forward. That's how we make progress. This this fear and mourning, it is a you wasted days if you did that. So do you have a last comment? Um I was just gonna say, yeah, if you're going from a uh a place of fear, um it really sometimes speaks to uh uh you not having a plan or you're worried about what you have in place. I mean, um, and we are, you know, at one half percent of, of one percent of the wealth, like a, a lot right. of us should be, right. 
I mean, and 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 that's true. A lot of a lot of folks are are, are in a place where economically they they right. are they are paycheck to paycheck. So I and mean, I get it. You but really have to plan a life where it doesn't matter who the president is. Right. Exactly. You have to plan your life exactly. accordingly. Exactly. And and regardless, that's my. And we'll talk more about strategy on upcoming shows, but um, true Asiatic Allah of Peace. counterintelligence. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for having this discussion. Thank Thanks you for, for being me. of this call, part of this call to action. And listeners, you know, I love you. I appreciate you listening, and we'll be back again. Until then, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I love you. <laughs>